Broads. Today's episode is brought to you by everyone's favorite wellness brand, Native. Just when you thought Native products couldn't get any better, well, they did. That's because Native's original best-selling product, their natural deodorant, now comes in plastic-free packaging. So each time you opt for a Native deodorant, you're going to save 37 grams of plastic and the new packaging is recyclable. And while the outside may have changed, what's on the inside is still the product you already know and love, aluminum and paraben-free with 24-hour odor protection to keep you smelling fresh all day long. Available to you in 10 amazing scents, a formulation for sensitive skin, and an unscented option, Native has something for every body. Ready to try plastic-free deodorant? Go to nativedeo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That's nativedeo.com slash chatty or use promo code chatty at checkout for 20% off your first order. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Okay, um, it's coming in hot. (laughs) We're coming in hot. hot. No, but that's the funny thing is I was literally going to say it's supposed to be 98 degrees. And so Evan uh, preemptively was trying to protect us, shield us from the heat. Mm -hmm. So it's 48 degrees in the studio (laughs) right now. And I'm in shorts, just like. (laughs) It is a heat chattering. It is a heat wave in Los Angeles. 97 and 98 degrees at the top of april i know i've said this april showers baby april showers bring may flowers what the hell i think we get an average of six days of rain a year i actually looked it up because i was like it does i i was asking on instagram how people protect their patio furniture uh, from rain and such and people were like you got it doesn't rain there and i was like they're like actually it does so i go to google (laughs) and i'm like the average average six days <laughs> or i swear it was like less than two weeks of I mean, rain total i i feel like i'm supposed to be a seattle broad to be honest because nothing makes me like you know i love the hot hot weather yeah but i'd be down to like go yeah, vacation what? Palm springs queen i know You're but i'm moving to seattle <laughs> but but the here's the thing when i don't have to work you've never been to seattle yes i have oh oh sorry 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 <laughs> Sorry, 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 sorry. Like, Wait, I sorry. think I have. <laughs> sorry. Was it Portland you haven't I've been never to? been to Portland. Okay, no. okay. But I just feel like when I'm vacationing, yeah. I love the heat. Yeah. But when I'm working, mm. nothing helps me work more efficiently, creatively, and harder than a rainy day. Like if wow, it's that's gloomy and rainy, I'm like, my creative juices are flowing. I get so much work done. I'm in my warm little coziness and I'm just like plowing through the house, cleaning. Otherwise, I don't get jack shit done on a hot day. I'm lazy as hell. When the rain comes, when the rain comes, I have like my, my hand on the window and I'm just like, <laughs> and there's just like piano music, acoustic piano music in the back, like ding, ding. When you were a kid and your parents would drive and it'd be raining, and would, would you look out the window and like fantasize about, you know? No, I was just having the watching the raindrops race each other and making b- b- bets in oh, my okay. head on which one was going to okay. go fastest to the other side. I'd be like, you know, the rain, it's raining and my parents are driving <laughs> me, and in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, my, my love is that. lost. And I'm just, I have all these things going on. I also, 
mean, granted, my parents did end up getting a divorce, so maybe I just uh. I felt this one coming. <laughs> but if I'd ever be with just one parent uh. and we'd be on vacation or driving like anything. Dead. No, I'd literally be like, I think they're in love with someone else. And I'd be like tripping out. Oh, that's sad, Jess. Even though they weren't like doing anything. <laughs> but like if my parents, if like my... <laughs> I remember being on a vacation. I remember being on a vacation with just my mom <laughs> and my dad couldn't come for work. And we were on like an old person's tour because we went with my, my grandparents, but the tour guide was around my mom's age. And at the time as a nine-year-old, I wasn't tapping into the fact that he was very much a gay man. Yeah. And my mom and him were like the, of the same age and they were talking and hanging out because there was all a bunch of older folks as we were traveling around the area. And I remember at one point I was so like, oh, they're in love. And my dad, she's going to leave him for my dad that I literally was like, I remember walking on the beach playing my Walkman, playing Backstreet Boys. Show me the meaning. Of being lonely. I was like, it's just going to be me and my dad. <laughs> That's trauma. I live in darkness. <laughs> That's too. trauma coming Nothing through. Nothing happened. <laughs> Yeah, that's traumatic. That is. I mean, my God. I'm like, maybe I'm like, am I the reason that they got a divorce? Because I was just the oh. entire time just like, they're going to end. They're going to end. Oh, I think it was your instincts picking up probably, on issues. I think I probably your poor was a little, little intuitive your, and I could your feel. Your poor little child intuition that was absorbing yeah. everything. Yeah. You know, kids are resilient. They're resilient. They're fine. They can't tell that their parents are cheating. They have no idea. They don't pick up on that shit. I saw some tweet or something. It was like, you know, we always say kids are resilient. Then like, why are all of us dealing with our childhood trauma like for years and years, decades later? Oh, mic drop. Oh, yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. Kids are resilient. I mean, that's where we have our most formative, Ouch. dramatic things that we try to undo for the rest of our lives. Well, interrupting my depressing thoughts to talk to you about one of life's greatest mysteries, trying to figure out how in the heck to cancel subscriptions that lure you in with a free trial before your trial is up and you get charged a monthly or even worse, an annual fee. Like, I swear to God, there are entire teams at streaming services dedicated to making the cancellation process as difficult as possible. At least it seems like there are, okay? Okay, so that's why I started using Truebill. They specialize in identifying subscriptions you're needlessly paying for, and they'll stop the payments on the ones you don't want or the ones you even forgot you had. So you just link all your accounts to Truebill, then you select the ones you don't want anymore, and Truebill handles the annoying cancellation process. On average, Truebill users save up to $720 a year, which is not a small amount of money, okay? In just a matter of minutes, I was able to actually pick out four subscriptions I definitely did not use anymore and instantly saved $75. A lot of subscriptions that popped up I barely even remember signing up for in the first place, so thank you, Truebill. Don't fall for those subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash chatty. Go right now. Truebill.com slash chatty. It could save you literally thousands of dollars a year. Truebill.com slash chatty. Listen, I am I am coming in hot today, not only because of the weather, but because I can't talk get into it on the oh, podcast. Fuck, I forgot what we were even talking about before. Yeah, I can't talk about it on the podcast because, you know, it's, no, you just it's my, can't. my child's business, but Let's just say I've been having to advocate for my kid with some stuff at school and I am hot. 
and I'm coming in hot. So I apologize if I am a little spicy today. I love it. Also, broads, we had a, um, a an amazing guest ready for you all. This episode was fully booked, fully planned. <laughs> and very much 10 minutes ago, we got fully canceled on. So oh we apologize for that. But no, we're doing our best. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. Guys. I don't know if it's sold out yet or not, or if there's still stuff available. Oh my God. But w- no! if you somehow missed the iconic th- 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 event that was the Chatty Bros merch drop, uh, the merch is amazing. We're recording this a few days before the, the drop actually happened, and yeah. now it has happened. So, like you said, I'm not sure if it's all gone. Yeah, you could check the go in the if you go on on our chatty broads page and you click the link tree, you can find the link to the shop. But if anything, even if it is sold out, go look on the Instagram if you haven't on the website to see the photo shoot that our kings put out. Our, and let me make something very clear. This was our kings and our kings alone. Well, yeah, because we were just bitching plan. at them. They're like, can you help? And I was like, no, do it yourself. And they put out some hot content. Now, we did come up with the merch. <laughs> yes, we actually. Yes. No, I, Jess and I actually pretty much single handedly designed <laughs> the, the bros merch. did not create the I'm a hoe for chatty bros no, we did. <laughs> slogan we and did. thongs. That was us. But we were talking about Literally all the concepts. Bachelorette party goodness. Uh, yeah. Like the cow, the pink cowboy hats, the thongs, the, the the tube tops. Are you kidding? me? You know how people do like like influencers and podcasters do like retreats Uh like what if gray and evan hosted a bachelorette party (laughs) legend the stuff of legends or even a live show like an in-person live show and and they did and they did their like what if gray and evan did like their bachelorette party tour that's kind of would be dope right so fun I know. I would want to be in the audience. I know. I'd be throwing my undies on stage. And I'm like, that's my man. And they are the ones like they're not being like the strippers. No, they're like the the bride and the and the maid of honor. Like yes. they're serving they, the bachelorette party. Yes, they are the hype people. Vibes. They are the hype people getting all the people excited. Like imagine if if we had the live in person show and they did like a magic mic routine and they had actual dancers behind them, but they had like a choreographed routine. Wouldn't that be amazing? Chatty Bros International Bachelorette. (laughs) And when we say Bachelorette, I mean, you know what's the beautiful thing about it is they could do it during the Bachelorette Bachelorette season. season. So we have time to plan for July. They'd be talking about the Bachelorette and doing Bachelorette. we need to get stuff. on the phone with our agents now to get them on a live tour. Let me make something very clear that we're not promising anything. Remember, <laughs> we said we're going to be good about this. No prerequisite I announcements. I promise that we're going to think about it. Everything will be fully planned and... No, no, no. I promise we're going to think about doing it. Oh, yes. I promise we're going to think about doing this. But it is a good idea. It's a good idea. So um, today, what we're going to do today... Mm-hmm. Thought we'd just talk about life for a second. How we have an update. If you guys listen to our relationship advice episode, we have an update from someone. Broads, if you haven't listened to the relationship advice episode that came out last uh, Tuesday, so a week ago, um, 
we were therapists. Lo- <laughs> we're therapists. No, a lot of people messaged and they the broads loved that episode. Oh, good. I had fun doing that. And one. I'm like, I want to do that way more on the reg. Sweet. So if you have anything in your life at any point, whether it be relationship, sex, family, friendship, parenting, whatever, and you have a question and it comes to mind, throw us an audio message yes, and, love the audio and send messages. it to ask the broads. And so that we can ask have the broads at gmail.com, ask the broads at gmail.com. And we'll do, and we'll do more regular episodes like that. And we even were talking uh, today. We have an audio message and we'll do one in today's answer, episode. So thing. we want to try to, in some of these episodes, include some audio messages, some news, all that type of stuff. I also have a topic that I want to talk. I want to get your opinion actually when you know sometimes when i say i want to get your opinion on it what i mean is i want to say my opinion which i love right and just you got to put it out there right i need to talk about it (laughs) i will also agree by saying when i say that i'm typically just wanting people to hear me right because they must know my opinion that's why we have a podcast it's to hear the sound of our own voices god it's nice to hear your own voice years and hours upon hours Oh, I speaking of hearing your own voice, what? you want to hear some a fun story that I'm sure. obsessed with. So one of my wonderful friends, um, Anthony, I love you. Mwah, um, he was at um, I won't say the restaurant to not give it away, but he was at a, a restaurant in Los Angeles and he was eating alone, like, you know, lunch break. Sure. And all of a sudden, pregnant Rihanna and ASAP walk in. Oh, wow. Together. How, how pregnant is she? Like, it's like, it's like, I feel like one day she was 16 weeks and the next she was 32. And I'm like, when's her due date? What's happening? I have no get- idea. All I know is that what I would give to have had a pregnant Rihanna oh when I was pregnant, the fashion inspiration. I'm like, the Killing fact it. that I'm like, I love that she always has her, her pregnant belly out. I'm like, I would have done that way more. It mm. makes me want to like have a pregnant belly. God. Speaking of which, I was going through my photos the other day because on Thursday, if you missed it, we released an episode with one of my ex-boyfriends, Chris. Very fun. Um, But I was going back and looking through my photos of like that era in my life. And what was so funny is I could... The f- do you remember a long time ago where we did our postpartum episode and we sent each other, we text each other photos mm-hmm. of like each other postpartum. So I had saved them in my phone. So then they're coming up like I'm seeing the day where you took a selfie in the car with your Starbucks when you're oh. like a week postpartum oh my and it's gosh. lining up with my life. And it what was. So you were seeing. I can I could show you. So actually. you were seeing you so dating seeing your ex, or just like what? Yeah, what I was. Uh, yeah, what I was doing at that while, time in while my life. I was on my way to give birth. <laughs> no, you weren't on your way to give birth. I don't think if you had a Starbucks in your Th- hand, that was a hot chocolate, was and I it? was on my way to give birth. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Because were you being induced? I don't remember now. Uh, no, my water broke. Oh, your water broke, mm-hmm. but you weren't having contractions. I was gonna say no. you look pretty chill in that photo. No, I was not having contractions. <laughs> <laughs> I just that's why I was like. Can we stop and get a hot chocolate really quick? Because I need a little bit of sugar. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is just to like see like, oh, this is where I was at in my life. And this is where you were at was just it was just really cute and funny. Wait, when was she born? November, November. Mm -hmm. So let's see if I can. Oh, yeah, look. Here oh you are. Oh my God, my but, poor but, swollen okay, hands. Okay, but why does this photo look like it was taken in like 2005? And then because then look at this was what was kind of cracking me up here's the photo of you 
I could post this photo. It's really cute. And then this kind of cracked me up, Jess. Then I'm I'm like, and then here's this photo of me that's at the you exact same time. You look sexy and arty <laughs> at the exact same time I'm about to go give birth. That is actually kind of wild. It is kind of wild. Also, it's wild to see like how much you've evolved in your like it in just I remember seeing these photos of you postpartum and like how much more you you are now. Thank you. I've changed a lot. I was not I was not yet. And I remember me. you talking about. Yeah, that, I just was so like, uncomfortable, like because I had been told by so many people in my life, like how I should look or yeah. dress or whatever. Well, and, and you're also in like, a certain culture. Yes, I was very much in Orange County culture. Orange County church culture. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. That's so sweet. So, That's so weird to think about. I know, right? Anyway, so sorry. Okay, got um, okay, off track. So, so speaking of liking the <sighs> sound of our own voices, so... Anthony's sitting there, Rihanna and ASAP walking. Oh my God, yeah. That's how I got and him pregnant. And he, of course, starstruck. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Rihanna. This is why you have to have another baby, by the way, because I I didn't see I didn't see your maternity wear photos. I haven't seen any of them, but was it iconic fashion forward? I do have to say, I think the first half of my pregnancy was kind of mm. iconic. And okay. then the second half, I was so uncomfortable because mm. I was just dilating so much Ugh. that I, and it was so hot. We were having a heat wave Ugh. that I just looked like yeah. an a literal trash bag yeah and i was fine with that yeah i did i don't think i looked in a mirror for like three months yeah i wasn't happy with my pregnancy fashion with ruth but the first half of the pregnancy i was like i always had my tummy out i love when it popped i was Actually, showing it that, always yeah. and yeah. i was like i was just like living with like really funky glasses all the time and i was like i just loved it so that's why you have to have a second child because then you can i mean you're i would go, go i would go hard all out i would go hard the belly would never not be exposed crop tops low-rise oh, jeans God, so cute that's what's great about the new low-rise yes. jean trend Just, too is that it is good for a my belly. prego belly out oh my god cute okay <laughs> um so uh so they sit next to him and he is like oh my god it's rihanna like i yeah. have to say something to her but they have like three bodyguards around her yeah and one person tries to talk to her and the bodyguard is like no you know they're yeah. trying to eat yeah leave them alone leave them alone but Anthony was just like, I just, I just want to, I want to just say something to her. I got to ask her something. And all of a sudden a Rihanna song comes on. Okay. So as soon as the song's over, he's like, I've been trying to think of a good question to ask. And he's like, so I turn around and he's about to say something to her and the bodyguard's like, no. He and like then, smacks him across <laughs> the face. <laughs> and Rihanna's like, no, no, no. He can ask me. Oh. So she allowed she like, it. Let him pass. Let it's him like the king. Or she's like, no, he does not have to. Do you remember the story of Esther? And he's when like, she no. walked into the court. Yeah, and he's like, no, let her talk. Let her speak. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, anyway. so wild. So Rihanna, <laughs> she let him speak. And he's like, I'm so sorry to bother you. It's like, I just, ha I have a question and it just, I'm so curious. He's like, I know for myself. He's having his David Sedaris moment, by the way. He is. He fully is. But he 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 goes, I just have to ask you one question. Um, I know for myself, when I hear like a voice memo back or me on my answering Ooh, machine. This is a good question. He goes, I hate the sound of my own voice. He's like, and I have to know when someone like you, who's an unbelievable singer, uh -huh. when you hear yourself, do you like the sound of your own voice mm -hmm. or no? I'm like, good that's question. such a good question. I was in awe. Amazing question. And they, and apparently Rihanna and ASAP both started cracking up and they're like, it's so funny. We hate hearing ourselves. 
they're like it's so funny because we're so sexy and talented <laughs> so it's crazy right it's crazy but, right right <laughs> but i'm like so, rihanna doesn't like the sound of her own voice isn't that wild i'm like i don't mind what listening a good to my question such a good question right killing it anthony i told him i was like anthony you did it i'm like i don't know what i would say to rihanna if i saw her I would like, be, yes queen <laughs> i would literally just be shaking and i would just be like you're so you're so gorgeous i mean i'm like the fact that you had you it came in you turned around you asked she got a good laugh and then as soon as he got the answer from her he's like by the way you look beautiful pregnant and then he turned around and he kept eating his salad yes 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 perfect celebrity I'm interaction like, perfect yeah and as an a-lister <laughs> myself <laughs> as an a-lister myself as an a-lister um, i understand I, I like that i understand what it's like to be bothered by the right. masses right. and you always get the same questions right. in interviews right. i do have to say though that would be really frustrating that you have to do a million interviews every day of your life and you get the same questions whitney cummings is i think as far as podcasting goes she intentionally tries to ask questions that have never been asked oh yeah and it's always so good mm. because you're like oh these are things that i've never heard this person talk about and i've yeah. heard them do a million interviews and it's always the same mm -hmm. shit but it's hard as an interview not interviewer not to just ask the basic question it is interesting like okay the obviously i'm not an a-lister and i would not use the word celebrity however oh, i it, so did, have i told you that i'm actually work i've been working with a writer and we're doing a show pitch have i told yes. you about this so so exciting okay broads quick pause have you ever tried to do a home workout by yourself like no instruction or video and my god does time drag by slowly i swear three minutes feels like 30 minutes and when you're mere feet away from your couch well it can be hard to stay motivated uh, but if you're working out at home with peloton you already know things don't have to be that way peloton makes working out at home motivating and dare i say super enjoyable okay that's because peloton is different from any other home workout you probably tried i th pff, the app is phenomenal they keep things really interesting. They have a ton of different types of workouts that they offer, from boxing to bar to guided runs to strength training, whatever type of movement you're in the mood for. Peloton probably has it in their library. They've even got a whole section with guided meditations and breathwork videos, which are great for those days when you need a little bit of help focusing in the morning or winding down in the evening. I cannot say enough good things. The instructors are incredible, entertaining, and there's just, there's so many classes to choose from. It's hard for me to pick just one thing that I love about Peloton, but if I had to, I'd say the instructors. I fully agree. Never in my life have I laughed so hard while holding a plank or doing bicep curls. I'm not kidding broads time flies when you have fun during your workout and the peloton instructors are the best at getting your mind off the pain and before you know it the class is finished and you got a great sweat in and some good laughs also they have like warm-ups or little workouts that are as short as 5 10 15 minutes which is great peloton makes it super easy to stick to your goals and instead of stressing about making it to a certain class or hitting the gym before it closes you can work out on your own terms while your kids are napping right after they go down for bed or if you don't have kids you know fitting it into your busy day is awesome and easy with classes from five minutes to 75 minutes available anytime uh visit onepeloton.com to learn more that's o-n-e-p-e-l-o-t-o-n.com so i'm pretty sure everyone has at one point or another struggled with anxiety or sleeplessness or chronic pain or stress or maybe you've struggled with all four. Send help. <laughs> um, I know 
So many of you can relate, of course. And when you don't feel your best, life's just not good. It's not fun. Uh, But I found my holy grail product that always works to get feeling good quickly, and that is Feels Premium CBD. Feels is the best way to feel better naturally. All you have to do is place a few drops under your tongue. In minutes, you start to feel the difference. I use it every single night now for sleeping. And then in the morning, sometimes if I wake up with a little bit of anxiety in my body, I just take a couple drops. Boom. I feel a difference. I really feel a difference. I'm constantly impressed by feels. If you're new to CBD, the only thing you need to remember is it's about finding the dose that works best for you. But you don't have to go at it blind because feels has a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience and get you feeling your best. And broads. Feels recently came out with a new product that I am so obsessed with and it's their cbd infused mints so you can get a dose of chill on the go you can pop a mint in your mouth discreetly anytime you need and you'll start to feel the effects right away plus you'll get the bonus of fresh breath what a joy i always keep a uh, tin in my bag now just in case it's my lifesaver start feeling better with feels and become a member today by going to feals.com slash chatty you'll get 40 percent off your first free three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty to become a member and get 40% automatically taken off your first three months. It's such a good deal with free shipping. Go to feels with an A dot com slash chatty. She has been like just asking about different. Ex- oh my God. I, I can't, I can't wait till I can like, I don't know if I can talk about it. I don't know how that works, but She's just like, oh, talk about like what things were like post when the show was airing. I don't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it was coming back to me how disruptive at times it was. Like I remember having conversations with like family or close friend or restaurant and like having a very like emotional, you know, someone could be talking to me about their miscarriage or something and they're crying and I'm like, you know, I'm here with you. And then someone tap on the shoulder. I'm so sorry, but my mom loves you. Can we? Can I just get a quick picture with you? And you don't want to be rude. No. But you're also like, I'm not emotionally available right now. Someone followed me from TSA to, oh my God, this woman t- started talking to me in the line at TSA because she's a Bachelor fan. Goes, you know what? My gate's over there, but I'll just walk with you to your gate. Walked with me to my gate, sat down next to me. And was just asking my opinions about The Bachelor, asking me about my time on the show for a solid 45 minutes. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that also, never happens anymore. That was, this is all right after the show, no, but, but also, it is, it's something I never thought about. When we were in Mexico for your birthday and we were sitting there with Kendall and you were a re- kind of sitting, you had a big hat on. <gasps> oh my God, I forgot about that woman. And you were sitting a couple feet away with a hat on and sunglasses. So I don't think she picked up on you yeah. immediately. But she walked up to Kendall and she's just like, hi, are you the girl from The Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise? And Kendall's like, yeah. And the first thing that this woman said, and I was oh, dude. the first thing that this woman I said, and I felt this. such a pit in my stomach and I just wanted to hug her. But then at the same time, I just I'm like, if I, if I keep bringing just this up, yeah. just let yeah, it go. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first thing let that this woman says is. Oh, so such a shame about you in grocery store, Joe. He is so handsome. I cannot believe that you would let that end. And then she goes, you and him and Serena seem happy, though. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, him and him and that Serena girl, they're adorable together. They seem happy. And I'm like, I was sitting there quivering. As we're like just trying to like drink wine and like enjoy our day. And she's coming up talking to her 
so flippantly so about flippantly. her ex that and they also, were together like years. And also, yeah, in a way of like, oh, he's so handsome. He's so happy now. Why would you let that go? Did she say that? She Dude. said, she said, oh, it's such a shame. Like, I just can't believe like you would let that go. He's so handsome and wonderful. And Kendall being the literal earth angel that she is, she was just like, yeah, you know, happy for them. We're, we're going on with our life. I mean, I, I was. <sighs> Dude, that's so crazy. Did you see the post that Joe did where he was talking about his sauce walking out of a grocery store? Yes. And all of a sudden that That's guy staged. in the background, it had to be staged, yeah. right? Where he was just like, get a real job. And he's like, <laughs> just like, fuck you. Yeah. He's like, and fuck you. Actually, it was like, if it, it, it was staged. It was pretty well it was, done. It was, it was really well done. But I couldn't believe that. So that's where it is crazy. Cause it's like, this is not, we're not like real. Celeb- we're like people that were on reality TV show years ago. I always think about that. And I'm like, Dude. And people change. And that's and the how thing. crazy for real celebrities. Dude. Oh, I can't even imagine. Well, here's the thing, too. Like, so I think about the podcast space, right? This is the only space in which I would ever have would be recognized. And sometimes the broads recognize us and will sure. come up. And it's always an amazing interaction because in this space, people actually know us. Sure. To a certain obviously, you know us to a certain degree. But we're talking about things about how our life's going, mm-hmm. tough times, yeah, 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 yeah. our family. It's personal. So it's when personal. a uh, when a podcast, when a broad squad member comes up, it's always been an extremely positive interaction. And if I'm in the middle of talking to like a friend or a family, it's always so like, I don't want to bother you. I just want to say love. Or if I'm by myself, it's like, hey, this ha-, it's so good. But when you're dealing with a reality TV show where people f- see nuggets of your personality they see they make massive assumptions about you and then when you talk about celebrity like a list like pop star where you don't even really know about who they are except for the random like e news clip so they don't even know the assu- the wild assumptions we make about these people I mean, it has to just Granted, be... they do have bodyguards, so I guess people probably... Oh, my God. But then that's like a drag to have to go everywhere with bodyguards, too. I need to go out with bodyguards around us so that Gray doesn't talk to other people. You're like, actually, I'm I need the reverse bodyguards, situation. Bodyguards so that you'll, Gray will talk to me the right. entire time so anytime, and not bring in yes, other Anytime people. he tries to talk to someone at the other restaurant table, they block him. You know, they're like, no, no questions. You know? He starts talking <laughs> to the barista a little too long. They're like... <laughs> Your cut, girlfriend. Cut, yeah, cut him stop. Off. <laughs> the bodyguard is just to cut Gray off. Yeah. <laughs> like the uh, the reverse. <laughs> protect to protect to protect the public around us so they can go on with their lives. <laughs> it's oh my goodness. Okay. <sighs> Anyways, any, do you have any life updates aside from just raging about, you know about having to advocate for my child? Yeah. Um, let's <laughs> see. Life updates. Oh, you know, it's just been a little it's just been a little hectic over Honey, here. You, I feel you. It's been a little hectic <laughs> over here. Um, so Evan has been, um, which is great. It's always good when he's working a lot. Yeah. But Evan has been um, in a workflow and will continue to be in this workflow for about the next two months where he's working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun. And, uh, you know, from like about nine till ten. Yeah. Um, and like I said, seven. So like no yeah. weekends. So I've been in full like just mom yeah. mode and then work. So yeah. I've been not really doing much of anything yeah. except just trying to function. How was your uh, anniversary though? 
Oh, that was the one day he got off and it was oh. so romantic and nice. nice. He surprised me because he was supposed to be working that day. And I was like, babe, I get it. Especially post pandemic. It's like work when you can, you know. Yeah. Um, And so in the morning he surprised me and he was like, so my mom's taking Ember and we're going to get away for a night. And we went to our favorite little oh spot God, and... We just people watched and talked and it was so nice. And we just had all the gushy. Aww. It was it's one of those things where it's like it sounds so corny, but we're it's just so wild to be like, oh, we've been married for 10 years and like we feel the best about our relationship more than we ever have, mm-hmm. like right now. Mm-hmm. Not to say that we don't have plenty of problems. Mm-hmm. But it just feels, I'm like, I'm in such a space right now. We both are where we're like, oh, we're so happy we're with our person. Mm-hmm. And the world is busy around and there's drama around. And it's kind of been one of those seasons where everything is going wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those things where you're like, you just wake up and you're like, oh, everything's broken. The car gets towed. I mean, just a stupid random stuff yeah. all day long and busyness with work and Dude, our drama last with the kiddo. Weeks have been like that too. Yeah, it's been rough. But then in the midst of that, it's a little bit like there's kind of been this energy of like, oh, it's so frustrating and exhausting, but like so happy we have each other yeah. to laugh about it. Yeah. You know you what's know? crazy is like I was talking to my mom about this and it, what is, I think, really cool about like long term partnership and marriage is that it does ebb and flow so much. Mm-hmm. And so even though there are rough times, you also do like you do know that if you're continually like working in your relationship, like those really like good, just smooth moments are going to like come mm-hmm. back around and mm-hmm. where you're just like everything's great. And it was so funny. My mom was just saying she was like, you know, it, it's so wild. to me. And it was actually very validating because she and my dad have been together 30 years, I think 30 years now. And she was like, you know, sometimes like she was like last weekend, we were just so uh, just obsessed with each other and just in love with each other all weekend. And then, you know, and just spending every minute of our time together and just so like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm so in love with you. And she goes, and then Monday morning, I was like ready for him to move out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) And I couldn't stand everything he was doing and like I was just so it's pissed so off. true and I was like yeah and sometimes it's all in the same 24 hours and she was just cracking up and she was like yeah but that's like kind of the beautiful thing of like you're writing out through all of it together with someone else yeah no it's so <laughs> no it's so true it literally will be like this is the best weekend ever and the next day you just absolutely hate the like the sound of their voice. Even 8 p.m. to like, you know, mm-hmm. 8.35 sometimes. It's like, because life is so... Oh, yeah. And I take out, even if it has nothing to do with him, I'm like, if I'm stressed, oh my God, all of a sudden of I'm just like, I hate you. And I'm like, he's like, what did I do? I'm like, I don't know, but I need somebody to just send yeah, my yeah, hatred. Yeah, of course, because they're the closest person to you in your life. But right. what a beautiful thing that you you have someone to come back to and to, and to find a... Haven in a thousand percent, and I think that's my thing too. I remember, um, uh, Emily Blake Moyne's mom, mm-hmm. Emily Moyne's, talking about I loved you know, that interview with her. She was when she was talking about her so relationship, I loved it. And she, you know, obviously, there was one relationship that was toxic and abusive, yeah. and we are not talking about that yeah. one. This is a very different circumstance, but her uh, first marriage that she said he was a very good husband. Um, and they had a good partnership, but they just kind of drifted apart. 
and she said she's like i wish i would have worked on it more mm-hmm. and i think sometimes obviously oh, there I are cir- chills and you just said that just thinking about it yeah yeah it's like obviously of course there are circumstances where it's like no this has to end sure and sometimes even if there's nothing terribly wrong you're just better off apart yeah but i do think there is something to be said about pushing through tough i'm sure there's been multiple times where you guys could have might have ended it oh i've had my bags packed before straight up i think people forget that like when and 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 we say those things like people don't talk about that yeah i don't want to you know i i I don't want to talk about that no i don't want to go on instagram and be like hey guys it was a rough weekend i was seriously thinking about leaving i had packed my bags evan was really pissing me off everything he was doing was really upsetting me but you know we are working it out And I think people who do that sometimes, too, on Instagram, then people think they're unhinged. And it's like, you know. Also, yeah, some stuff needs to to, to be private. Privacy is okay. when we, I I understand why people don't talk about it. But I think, like, to look back on it years later, because when I, I, I've just recently had conversations with people where I'm like, oh, so, like, we're not the only ones who, like, want to just say like is this even worth it oh my god the amount of conversations that i've had with evan over the past 10 years of that i mean there's so many and like why are we even doing this yeah and it's like we like we're very much we very much love each other and and in general we have a i think we have a super healthy relationship and even regardless of that you're just dealing with two different people who are growing dude it's hard it's hard and then especially like and then when you're a parent and you have you know you're trying to figure out how to parent your kid and the stresses of life and all that stuff it's like i i it was maybe five five years ago five years ago there was a ember was like a year and a half and i straight up was packing my bags Mm. and it was a situation where it was like we just were not getting each other. Yeah. It had been months. You're, you're at an impasse it over, and over and over and over and over and over again. Not getting each mm-hmm. other. And I was so frustrated because I love mm. him and I, I loved him so much. But I was just like, I'm telling you what I need mm-hmm. and you're not getting it. Mm-hmm. And you're telling me what you need and mm-hmm. I'm not getting it. We're not connecting. And I don't know yeah. what to do. Yeah. Oh, man. Been and there. we're and we're talking mm. to therapy like you know it's like I'm I'm talking to a therapist we're talking to somebody together yeah. and it's like we just are missing each other yes. and no one's doing anything wrong we just yes. I'm like I'm I'm I I was at this point where I'm like I am exhausted yes. of not being understood yes and I'm like exhausted feeling like I can't understand you and I'm yeah. not meeting your needs because I feel like I'm doing a good job and you feel like you're yeah. doing a good job but we're just missing each other yeah. dude yeah and you get into those conversations too oh, where the and minute heartbreaking and, and or, or when you're even just like the side ones where you're like hey could you just remember to like keep your shoes out of the doorway and the person's like I do everything for you <laughs> tears in their eyes you know and, and then suddenly oh it's you know and then all of a sudden it's everything's five hours a trigger later. Everything. everything's a trigger everything yeah everything upsets you yeah yeah oh no yeah I mean it was so it was when we've had that numerous times but I remember that specific Mm. time it was like I was like I need to I need to remove myself and and I and we talked through it and I did it and we just gave each other I ended up just uh he had to work so I was like just gonna take Ember and stay at my mom's house for a couple days and give us some space yeah. and that was good and it wasn't like that fixed anything yeah. but like we had a moment and you know and eventually we 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 hung in there mm-hmm. and we're like 
just every day we had to remind each other like we love each right. other we're this a is team. not yeah, this is not a toxic relationship we're a team we're yeah. good we we're want just, this we want this we're just in a time in our life where we're changing and we don't get what the other person needs but i'm willing to try and it, there's going to be a lot of fights and this sucks but we were able to like you yeah. know work through it and then on the other side it was so much better yeah but if i would have given up then yeah dude yeah i mean i'm not saying that you know they're there were probably other wonderful things in life that we could have experienced, sure. but I'm so happy we didn't. We had a, I mean, just in the past year, yeah, there there have been times where we, and man, it's it's exactly what you're talking about. It's it's your you're you're just missing each other. It's like you're skidding past every time and every, every time, time you and then even sometimes your intentions are so good in the way you're trying to communicate to something and then they're misunderstanding it and then there's that slippage and then you're wounded and then mm -hmm. they're defensive and then you're just like oh I'm I can't do anything right and they're like I can't do anything right and it's so hard and you know we just had a conversation where you know I was like I don't want to do I don't want to do the thing where you live in an apartment and I drop the kids off mm -hmm. at your house every Friday afternoon mm -hmm. oh I think about that and I get emotional I'm like I don't want to do that I don't want to do that and he's like I don't want to do that either and it's not like oh we're just staying together for the kids it's like no we want the same things in life mm -hmm. we want to go the same places in our lives mm -hmm. together okay, then let's, let's do this. Like, and God, having a good couples counselor certainly helps. But like what the, our counselor just tells us and is like, it all comes back to like bonding. You just need to have those moments of bonding where you're, you can let down your guard and the other person can just see you. And all it takes sometimes is two minutes of just letting down your guard. We had a moment the other day where it, I was just like, I love to make you feel supported. I love to make mm -hmm. you feel happy. Mm -hmm. And just even having that moment and looking each other in the eyes and being like, oh yeah, you love me. I love you. And sometimes that's like all you need to repair. And sometimes it's like, it's crazy how easily that gets missed yes. because of life. Yes. Like we let stop. And it's so hard because we live in a culture that's so fucking busy. It's yes. like there's so much and you can't escape it because emails follow you home and social media follows you home. Like you're never not saturated by that. And then when you have kids and there's all that busyness or, you you know, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So it's so hard to like not to, to it's so hard to to regularly do that. But when you do. It changes so much. And usually what the other person is just saying is like, I need you. I'm trying to find you and I don't know how. We're both trying to find each other and we don't know how. Mm -hmm. We're both trying to see each other and we don't know how. And even having that common ground of like, I don't know how to get to you. Mm -hmm. And then the person's like, I don't know how to get to you either. Boom. You're mm -hmm. you're back like in connection with each totally. other. I used to have a, a family a family friend. And I know this is like so many like, you know, old school folks talk about yeah. this, but I do think there's validity in it for sure is the idea of, you know, when somebody comes home from work, whoever, you know, comes back home that every day you promise 
and maybe you don't want to kiss every day. Maybe that's not your thing. But every day you come home and you have a concentrated like 10 seconds Mm. that are dedicated to you maybe holding each other's hands, looking into each other's eyes and just saying, I love you so much. Yeah. A deep breath together before then you run to the children, run to whatever thing, but just having a pause moment the second you see each other or when you wake up in the morning, Yes. roll over and you look at each other and you take like 10 seconds and just make eye contact and say, I love you so much. It's crazy that you say that because we literally had that conversation yesterday in our couple session where he said he was like, you know, he the 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 he, he sort of sometimes like talks through scenarios with us, but he's like, Gray just got home. You're feeling stressed because you've been dealing with the kids. You're you're at, you know, you're like in your heart and in your mind you're like thank god he's here i need him i need help right now so then you're saying hey can you grab him can you go get out this can you do that gray's coming from the stress of work and is going oh wouldn't it be nice to just feel welcomed back home for a minute just a second and was talking about that about just having a minute to be like i'm here to help i'm here for you and the other person be like i'm here for you okay Let's do this. Mm -hmm. And literally exactly what you're saying. I think there is so much wisdom in that of just taking a pause and being like, I see you. It's hard not to just pass the football. Like you're with the kids. He walks in and you're like, God, (laughs) run to the bathroom because you got a million emails you got to answer and you need, you know, an hour. It's so hard not to do that. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's I really think whatever that intentionality is like, it's literally like doing what I don't do, drink water, but, you know, doing something, it's something that you have to do every day that feeds your relationship, that waters your relationship. And it might be literally 10 seconds, but whether that's that you both decide that you want to make an effort to like, like genuinely kiss every time when you come home, tell each other you love each other, you know, even go extreme as to like why you love each other every single day, like a minute, or even just being like, like you said, I love the concept of being like, like, I'm here for you. Like yeah. we're a team. Yeah. And today's hard. Yeah. But I got you. Yes. And you got me. And we're doing this shit together. And life can be fucking brutal. But you know what I know is that we've got each other. You, that's all anyone wants to know is that their the their person, their other person has their back. And that's all anyone wants in the world. That's right? anyone wants in life is, is just, is someone just to, to have know their back. that you have someone, regardless of what shit hits the fan, what horrible things are happening around you, or horrible you, things they do, or horrible like, things that they you know, do. Like that you have somebody that is there always. I've got you. Mm-hmm. I've got your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. Okay, we got off track there, but that's nice. <laughs> well done. I, I love smidgy. that. I love that. Okay, broads, one more quick pause. So it's pretty much adulting 101 that you shouldn't show up to someone's house empty handed, right? So I imagine we can all relate to that last minute sprint through perhaps the wine aisle of your local grocery store searching for something to bring when it hits you that you don't know anything about wine, except what bottle labels look the cutest. And let's be honest, that does not necessarily mean that the wine is going to be good. I've learned that the hard way a few too many times. So how about this year we all stop buying our wines based on the picture on the label, okay? And why don't we actually learn what we love and we don't love? Which is super easy to do thanks to First Leaf. It's a wine club that curates and ships wines that are totally curated to your taste. And the coolest part is with each shipment, you'll give feedback to First Leaf, which will 
um, they'll use to tailor your next shipment. So the more wines that you drink from them, the more custom your deliveries get. And you get introduced to a ton of new wines and winemakers, and First Leaf works directly with the farms, so you can expect savings up to 60% off retail, and really quality wines too. I always thought I knew exactly what my go-to wines were, but honestly, since joining First Leaf, I have discovered so many new wines that I would have never picked up in the grocery store. Each month, I am so excited to see what First Leaf has sent me. They never miss. But if they do, by the way, no worries, because each bottle comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you love finding and tasting new wine, First Leaf is a no-brainer. Join today and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Uh, it's also such a fun activity to do with your partner. You're like, oh, you know, let's let's um, let's try out some of this new bottle together. We'll make dinner to go with it. Gray and I always had so much fun doing that. Uh, anyway, go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. So when you think of your perfect self-care routine, you most likely think of things like a massage or sleeping in an extra hour on a Saturday or making time to hit that yoga class you love. You probably don't think of treating yourself to some fresh new underwear as a moment of self-care, but you should because it is, okay? Your underwear is literally the base of every outfit, one of the first things you reach for in the morning, and it kind of sets the tone for the rest of your day. I know for myself, when I have a cute new pair of underwear on, I definitely walk with a little extra pep in my step, especially when those underwear make my cheeks feel like they are being loved on by a cloud that was made by the gods, by the angels. I'm talking about me undies, okay? I don't wear anything else. Well, I think the easiest way to treat yourself is by getting the MeUndies membership. And I think, you know, okay, there's a great chance you've already tried and loved MeUndies, or at the very least you've heard Jess and I talk about how much we love them, or some other podcast host, but they... Seriously, they're incredible. They have a huge variety of styles from cheeky to boy short um, to thongs, every single color and pattern you could think of. And each style is available in size extra small to 4X. And they are the most comfortable underwear ever. They are soft, they are breathable, they are flexible, no bunching or digging in. MeUndies are a perfect fit. When you sign up for the MeUndies membership, you'll get free shipping and returns on every order, savings on every item exclusive sales plus access to all of their newest products. Me Undies has a great offer for all the broads out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and for a limited time if you sign up for the membership, you get 25% off your first membership item. I am telling you broads, when I started wearing Me Undies, it changed my underwear game forever. I will never ever go back. If you want 25% off your first membership item or 15% off your first order and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash chatty. That's meundies.com slash chatty. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what was your thing? You, said, was you said that you had something that you wanted to talk about too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Um, Okay, well, it's it's so funny. It's all some somehow kind of interconnected. Oh, okay. I like this. So I saw this on um in I saw this on Instagram um a couple weeks maybe two weeks ago now. Do you know Shan Boudram? Yes, I love following I, her. Oh my god, we should would love to yeah, have Shan. Should, on. Yeah. So Shan's pregnant again. Yes, yes, okay? yes, yes. And she posted this clip. It was from her I podcast think I saw this. where she's talking to her partner, and I wanted to play it because mm. ooh, man relatable and mm. something that we don't talk about a lot, I think. Are you okay with 
now that we have kids that are dynamic and our love probably won't be the same no i wouldn't be okay i don't know it's such a hard it make it's making me want to cry right now um mm. here's where i'm at we decided to have a kid because we loved our life and we wanted to share our love and our life with somebody else and i knew that there would be a sacrifice in that baby time but i also consciously hoped that it wouldn't mean that i would lose loving life mm. and lose the love that we share with each other mm. and so and i really fought super super aggressively last pregnancy for that not to happen and i think before i set that intention and i was able to execute but now with not only am i pregnant and am i tired but also we have rayu it's like it feels like the thing i don't have space for anymore is you and i you know and mm. that makes me sad Oh, I have chills up and down my body. That's it's from so Lovers emotional. and Friends, mm. Shan's podcast. Mm. I wept mm. watching that the first time because it's literally off of everything we're talking about. Mm. I was just thinking about, I'm like, that is something that is so not talked about enough. There's so much pressure put on, I think, specifically mothers where it's like you have to be nurturing all day for your children, present for your partner, sexually available, and present for your friends, present and your, for and, and your and your you know and literally everyone else in your life. Uh huh. And if you have work, make sure you call them back. Yep. You know, it's like on top of everything, like the amount that we're expected to give is absurd. Yeah, and. I just love the the fact that she was really open about the fact that she's like, I, the last thing I wanted to give up mm. was my space for me and you, mm -hmm. like her partner who she loves so much. But that's how, where she feels like she's at. Yeah. And I feel like there's been, you know, I only have the one child, but there's been plenty of times in my life where I did not have space for Evan mm -hmm. and it made me feel full of shame mm -hmm. and it made me feel like I was a horrible partner. And in that I reversed it and then projected on him, yes. argued with him, got yes. defensive before he would even say anything. And I can't give you this because you're not providing this is really what's exactly. happening. Instead yeah. of just being like, I don't have space for you right yeah. now. And I know that that is so hard to hear. And yeah. it doesn't mean that I don't absolutely treasure you. But I think that that's something that we don't talk about that happens. And I think that that's okay when that happens. Yes. Oh my God. You, 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 it's, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. When, it's too much to bear otherwise. Yeah. Like it's. When you have a child who, who's dependent on you for life, you have to always make space for that kiddo. Yeah. But sometimes in a relationship, you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, we have our three hours, not even if we want to like get a good, if, you know, for us, it's like, okay, both kids are usually out by 745. We clean up the house. We maybe get done at like on a good night, 830, you know, mm -hmm. like maybe more realistically like nine. Then what? You know, we want to decompress and watch some TV. Then if we're going to get any amount of sleep because our kids get up at six, then and they wake up throughout the night, then we should probably try to get in bed at 10. At which point when you've been up, down, all around, all day um, at work, like, yeah, 
uh, two of Gray's employees are out. So he's been having to go back yeah, to work so until huh? like and do closing and just like it's been crazy. And um, and then the time that we do have, I'm like, I can't show up for you right now. You know, like I, and I know we both feel that way sometimes. Like I can't show up for you right mm-hmm. now. I don't have anything more to give. Mm-mm. Um. And yeah, you feel like a failure and you feel like you, and, and, and I feel like all these then fears and insecurities also start coming up where you're like, is our relationship just going to like slip away? Mm-hmm. Like, is this what people like talk said, about? Are you okay with the dynamic? The fact that the dynamic has changed. And she's like, no, of course I'm not. Yeah. And I always, my brain immediately goes to, oh, are we just like g- growing apart? Mm-hmm. Cause that's what people always say, you know, oh, I don't know. We just started going our separate ways. I'm like, are we going our separate ways? Yeah. I don't want, like what's, you know, they, there's not been like, th- granted there, there are times in life when two people do truly go their separate ways. Yeah. But I think that phrase is thrown around right. all the time right. when it's like, no life is yes. movement Yes. And dynamics change, but they could again, like your mom was saying, they could change again tomorrow. Yeah. Things there's so much movement in it, and I don't feel like we've been given space in any. And I'm talking about all, you know all relationships to let that ebb and yeah. flow, and to be able to have an honest conversation with again, whether this be a friend that you can't be there for right now because right. you don't have space, or a uh, partner, a parent, maybe a yeah. parent exactly where it's like, hey. If I would have been able to look at Evan and say, like, tears streaming down my face, Lord knows, I love you so much, but I don't have the capacity to give you or have space for you right now. In the way that I want to. In the to. way that I want to. In the way to, I so desire. The, the way that maybe it was a couple months ago. Mm. And I just want you to know that that has nothing to do with the mass amount of love that I feel right. for you. This has nothing. This is not a reflection of our relationship. It's just the capacity I have. And I'm going to do my best. But I just want you to know that this is not this. This does not change how I feel. Yeah. And I want to. I want to. I want to have all this capacity. And I'm for waiting you. for the day when that's going to come. Mm. But I just would ask from you. All I can ask is patience from you, and know that I like. And like you were saying too earlier, where you say, maybe all that I can give to you for the next few months is for me to look at you every day and say, I love you, and I'm here for you. Yeah. But maybe my being here for you can't be that much. Yeah. But you know I love you. Yeah. And you know you have somebody who will love you regardless. Yeah. But maybe I can't show up every day after work with a clean house. I can't mm-hmm. show up, you know, body ready to be intimate. Like maybe I don't I, have that in my maybe space. Maybe I can't even listen to you listen to you vent about work for 30 minutes oh, right now. Girl. And I don't have space for that. And oh. I'm really sorry. I remember that conversation that I had to have with Evan. There was like a bunch of work drama going. This was years ago. And it was like every day hearing that. And he needed somebody to talk to. I know. And one day I had to look at him and I had to be like, I can't be that person for you right now. You need to talk to a therapist or you need to find a friend. And if that means that you're not home because you're out with friends, I totally get it. But I don't have the mental capacity to handle all of this right now. Yeah. Or what we've even been doing is where I'm like, Babe, can, can we, I, 
I do want to hear, can we wait until the kids go to bed and when we're sitting and we can, we're just on the couch relaxing, I, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, and then that's even hard to do. We're like, I, I can't hear about, I can't hear about how pissed off you are no. at one of your employees while we're trying to get dinner on the table and uh-huh. one of the kids is crying. Uh-huh. I'm getting sensory overload and I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. I can't. <laughs> snap. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just handle that right up. now. I want to. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And I think I just I just feel like it's so I just am so love that they had that like yeah. very vulnerable conversation in front of people. That's because, also a bad a bad mom thing, right? Too like right. I shouldn't I should sacrifice everything for my kids. Yeah, you're like I, I should not be sad. You're like no, I'm devastated. Yeah. I love that she was. I mean, I don't love this for her because she's struggling. But <laughs> I like, love this for I'm, her. <laughs> but it's like I love that she was crying and she's like she's heartbroken right now, being like, I this is what I have, mm. and I'm sad that like I love my kids, but I want to be there for you, mm-hmm. and I can't, and I don't know, and I feel you feel all the guilt of like, I love my children, I want to be there for them, but I'm also devastated that mm-hmm. i don't have this alone space with my partner mm-hmm. doesn't mean that i don't love my kids it doesn't mean that i love my kids less at all i can still be devastated that i don't have that dynamic with my partner right now mm-hmm. two things can be true yeah i don't think we give ourselves space for that a lot yeah i don't know yeah loved that though. I, I feel you yeah we i mean we've been dealing with a lot of stuff like private family stuff i have to find a new nanny just like breaks my heart for the kids. Like Gray just finally had this event during the day of the event. Like I'm dealing with private family stuff, taking care of Frank who has hand, foot, mouth. Like it's just, it's been, yeah. Relentless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But actually I feel I'm, I'm okay. Cause I got me. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that, but I'm, I'm actually kind of serious. Like yeah. I, I, uh, I feel okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really thankful for for the brain spotting mm-hmm. for the podcast for a lot of spaces to process stuff that um a lot of people don't have a lot of space for no. to talk and process mm-hmm. so um but just, I guess just know that you're and we say this all the time on social media like you're not alone but I hope in the context of this conversation like you know that like Man, everyone goes through it, dude. Oh my goodness. And and I think a lot of people, you know, people say what they feel like they need to for their own protection and also maybe not to discourage you. So you'll have plenty of people around you going, oh no, we're great. It's been, oh yeah, no, we're able to balance. I'm sorry. Everybody's got their problems. Oh my God, yeah. Everybody and how- Ends their seasons. Exactly. And you might be catching them on in in a good wave. Maybe they're just not talking about it when they're having a rough month. Oh my God, totally. I know. I've had seasons where I'm like, dude, everything is going my way. Yeah. Life is absolutely life is a breeze. And then all of a sudden the next month you could be like, wow, literally this everything is, is going wrong. This is a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm, yeah, processing a lot. Uh, Yeah. All you can do is wake up. I was I was watching uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast a couple days ago and his his intro to the podcast just was like just a heaping dose of like what i needed to hear mm. which is the irony of him being a comedian but he no the comedians are the philosophers that's true they're the pastors of our day yeah um he literally said he's like he's like you're here he goes today your eyes opened and uh god said welcome you got <laughs> uh, another day 
that literally makes me cry. <laughs> no, I was weeping listening <laughs> to the beginning. Wow, yeah. He said, every time that you open your oh. eyes, he goes, every time you open your eyes, he goes, that's a welcome mat. Oh my gosh. Wow. That <laughs> makes me really emotional. <laughs> I sobbed and I made Evan watch it and I was uh, just like, yeah. but I mean, what, um, what a perspective like yeah. to have on life yeah. is like, oh yeah, welcome again to the world. Mm-hmm. Good morning. And, and like, and like, mm. you know, I feel so grateful because I'm like, I feel like I have such a privileged existence. And so I'm I so many good things, so yeah. many good things, but you know, everyone struggles, but I'm like thinking of just about just the, the concept of like what we're here and what we're doing. And like, we don't know what's after. And so all you have is just every morning when you open your eyes, he's like, God's giving you that little gift of welcome. Today's your day. Mm, what are you going to do with it? Mm-hmm. This is your life. What are you going to do? <laughs> the oh my god yeah i also i I listened to someone recently i don't remember who said this i thought this was really poignant they were like you know um they're like privilege is usually like those are good things we want everyone to have privilege Mm -hmm. so like do good like you know be be grateful for the good things in your life and find out ways that you can help other people have those good things Mm -hmm. how can i like share some of this goodness with the people around me Mm because i want everyone else to have as many good things as i have Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oof Mm. Mm. um well before before we uh should we do a quick update in the new question we love this we okay. love this okay. okay so here we go so this is an update from the broad who was in the really good relationship but missing the flirting oh, okay. the love that you know the outside okay. the flirtations Hi, Becca and Jess wild to hear my own voice on my favorite podcast Yay. last episode uh hashtag blessed um something to be thankful for you guys a follow-up on uh my question for you which was flirting and having a personality that just really likes kind of um yeah just being flirtatious and the feeling right before you kiss someone for the first time <laughs> etc um, I think what you guys said yesterday about this kind of crazy um, need to figure things out immediately uh, was super helpful. And it's actually something that I kind of came to terms with um, by talking to my therapist a few yeah. weeks ago. So, so we're therapists. And I chatted. Um, we are. We're not, neither of us are really interested in non-monogamy or in breaking up. Um, But I think the aspect that I was missing mentioning when I sent you guys my first message was, um, there's a bit of a trigger warning here, um, but uh, I went through a sexual assault several years ago and refinding and owning my sexuality was Mm. so much a part of my growth and healing and so I think that not having that feeling of like sexiness and people wanting slash chasing me makes me kind of feel like I'm losing that aspect of my kind of Mm. womanhood again that I had Mm. already lost before makes me feel like I'm stuck or like moving backwards somehow Um, I get that but yeah so my conversation with him 
I explained that, and I did feel a lot better just by mentioning it. Um, and we kind of had a really open discussion about, like, we're not sure if, if each other is forever, and we don't even know if we believe in one person forever. And is that okay in society? Mm-hmm. If it's okay, does that mean we're wasting time with each other if we don't know that it's each other? Um, we're in different life stages, so what does that mean for us? It's, it was a lot, and it's still getting worked through. Um, but yeah, that is my, that is my very long update for you. Um, yeah, thank you. (laughs) Aw, good for you. Wow, I have chills. That was a powerful message. I think that's so... I think that's so important to just even be able to have those conversations because it takes so much weight and pressure off the other person. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, man, OK, so I'm not the only one grappling with these fears and worries and all that kind of stuff. And being able to clarify what those feelings yeah. are is really important. And then your partner can be there for you as well. Wow. You know, and that's beautiful. Love it. it. Makes me so happy. Great update. Love a good update. And also if you send ha- your messy ones. Send the messy updates. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to lie and say that we don't also enjoy a messy update, too. All right. And we have a brand new question from a broad. Okay. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. It's a breakup story. Hi, broads. Um, This is Sarah. Oh, she's so sad. I went through a breakup about a month ago now. Um, Known the guy for like 10 years. And... um, He moved up to Boston to come and be with me. You know, he was in North Carolina. That's originally where I'm from, met in college. Uh, I thought he was, like, the one in college. Um, And I won't go into details as to why I thought that, but that's a whole other story. Um, So we moved up here during the pandemic, um, and then we were together for about a little over a year and a half here living in an apartment. And I was on vacation for 20 days with my best friend in Florida Damn, nice. and came back. <laughs> and that evening when he picked me up from the airport, sat me down on the couch. Meanwhile, he had made food on the stove and said, oh, I meal prep food. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, wow, thanks. That's I'm awesome. I'm getting anxiety. And then he proceeded to sit on the couch and tell me that he has a moving truck coming in two days and he is moving out of the apartment. Um, This was news to me. I thought we were doing really, really well. Um, And I'm just, I'm curious, like how, how do I navigate this breakup? Like this is the hardest breakup I've ever been through. Um, How do I, how do you navigate having someone leave suddenly and abruptly that you trusted so deeply. Ah, traumatic. Oh my God. First of all, Sarah, I am ah. so sorry. So sorry. Bro, you, you pack, I, go back to Florida for 20 days. That was, I know. Time to go back to Florida. <gasps> Here's some extra context. Uh, there is a ton of context of the story and yeah, some red flags I may not have noticed. Mm. But even through him leaving, he said I was his best friend, that he loved me. I've known this man for over 10 years. It just doesn't seem like something he would do. Well, it probably doesn't. I mean, Gray and I were having this conversation the other night about cheating, which we've had on the on the podcast before about like it very rarely has to do with like you. 
usually has to do with what that person is dealing with. Like, and of course, how you are in the relationship comes into play. But from what I'm gathering, this person had a lot of stuff going on in their head that they were not communicating Mm -hmm. shit they were sorting through or not sorting through or not processing or choosing to suppress. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly what you were saying about the cheating piece. I know that that's not something that, but it's a it's a trust breakage, right? A, right, right. And and uh, Esther Perel, baby, Esther Perel always talks about has some unbelievable advice and and information about cheating. That's like what she studies, and that's her one of her biggest points always is that cheating is ninety nine point nine percent about the other person. Yeah. Or about the person, the person who's, who's cheating. cheating. It ha- doesn't have anything to do with the other individual yeah. for many different reasons. And so, yeah, I mean, it's as impossible as it sounds. I feel like the only thing really to process as you walk away from this, especially because this person did not give you any story or reason, is that as mu- as hard as it's going to be to want to dig in and pick apart the past the red flags of the relationship and maybe he was cheating or maybe i you know you you i think there's no point in even going there or trying to rationalize trying to rationalize and, and your anything. brain will keep going again and again and again this doesn't have anything to do with you and yeah. you can't as impossible as it sounds the more you try to process it i think the more oh, you'll you crazy you'll put and then you'll put shit on yourself that you shouldn't mm-hmm. because this has to do with him Also, like, I think it's difficult for that not to undermine the time that you've spent together either of going like, did this person ever really love me? And was anything that we shared real? And I tend to say like, yeah, it was real. Like, yeah. And it was. And that's why it's so painful. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I can't speak to, maybe you can, and I'm sure other people are way better at, is I'm I'm sure that there will be a feeling of like a loss of trust when you're moving forward ahead in your of future. Course, of when course. When you're dating. Of like, is this person about to pull the rug out from under me? Yeah. And that's got to be that's, really scary. That, and I've never experienced something like no, that. No, and I can't speak into that either because I've definitely had a loss of trust in, in different ways. Um but never where then all the per- all of a sudden the person just you're just blindsided, pulled the rug out, and there was no context for anything. Yeah. Um. In that way, I would be like, you know, I know this is like basic, but I'm like therapy is a necessity yeah. because again, this has nothing to do with you. Um. And it was had you know, this is not your fault. But yeah, sure, going into another relationship, I'm sure it will feel impossible to not be concerned about that all the time i mean this is a very some people would be like what this is terrible advice but i always get a lot of peace from like googling forums like literally googling like yeah like i think it's what we were talking about earlier like you're not alone right like i'm literally like just finding people who are also yeah like my long-term boyfriend broke up with me out of nowhere i'm sure if you google that you're gonna find a lot of other people in the same situation who can maybe offer some words of like consolation or or wisdom a thousand percent a thousand percent but i think that This is, this is like, this sounds like such downer advice. So I apologize. But as far as moving forward, it's like what we talked about in our last relationship episode with the audio questions 
where we were saying like the thing about relationships is there is no relationship insurance, right? Mm-hmm. And so you all you can control is yourself. Mm-hmm. And so anyone could be in a situation where someone just ups and leaves and we don't know. And that's the thing about relationships. And so it's like the Rainbow House episode, actually. Yeah. The, the, she actually Marita. spoke to that, though, because Marita, mm-hmm. her husband pretty much was like, yeah, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving with someone else. Mm-hmm. Something that just came to mind was yeah. like the only option you really have to move ahead is to refortify that relationship with yourself. Yes. Which I think is kind of what Marita was speaking to of like, how mm-hmm. can I find myself again? Who, mm-hmm. Where did I, where am I? Yeah. What? What do I love? So Sarah, take that time to just really invest in who you are. Obviously, it sounds like you have some great friends. You're in Florida. You know, you're able to spend time. (laughs) For real though. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like maybe if you're able to like spend some time with friends, find, you know, maybe you want to relocate. Maybe you loved Florida and you're like, peace out. This place now gives me bad memories. I'm out of here. Like, I don't know what the situation is, but yeah, a thousand percent. And then eventually, like I said, you know, when there is no relationship insurance and it sounds like such downer advice, but we don't know. Yeah. So we have the option of being like, I can either choose that I'm going to live in a life without maybe romantic intimacy, which is totally fine. And then just enjoy my space. Right. Or I would like to have a partner and there's a chance that this person could hurt me. I don't know. Right. But living then in the space of like waiting for the what if and waiting for the shoe to drop all that that then is hurting is yourself so if you get into a relationship again you're just waiting for maybe that that same pattern to happen which you have every justified reason to feel that way but all that's doing is then hurting your own time and peace and enjoyment yep you know what i mean yep 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 but best of luck to you i know Give yourself time to grieve and then time to refortify. Let yourself grieve 1,000%. 1,000%. Well, well, on that note. (laughs) I mean, in other news, one quick little nugget to like up the uh, the upswing is that I saw that Tyler Cameron is potentially dating (laughs) Kristen Cavallari. Oh, I've heard this. Yes. Weird. They were spotted and she was she was doing Instagram Q and A's where for like the first time ever she was like, Yeah, I'm in a I, I'm with someone and I'm happy, which she normally doesn't ever go okay. go there. And now she's spotted out with Tyler Cameron. I've got other celebrity news about myself. About yourself? Yeah. I'm like, I have Kristen's phone number in my phone. Do you really? Should I call her right now? <laughs> Just and just put her. Hey, you're being recorded. So so, Kristen, quick. I would. I used to work with her sometimes. She's a. She's great. Text her. Give us the dish on TC. Okay. Um. <laughs> she's like, I haven't heard from this bitch who used to help with some wardrobe stuff for like oh, ten could, years, and um, I'm just like, can you let me know about Tyler Cameron? I know that I was jack shit in your life, but you were nice. Hey, maybe she'd want to come on the podcast. I'll ask her. Yeah. Why not? Um. Everyone, like 70% of people told me not to dye my hair blonde. So next week I'm dying dying my hair blonde. Are you really? Yes, I'm so excited. (gasps) Or it's going to be like ashy light. I was one of the ones who said yes. Good. I'm all about that. I love that you go because 70%. Well, I already wanted to. And then I asked and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm going to prove you all wrong. I want, I can't wait to see the DMs. I voted no, but I love the way it looks. 
that's what I'm fishing I, for. I posted uh, like a month ago. I was like, should I cut little baby bangs now that my hair is like yes. even? But most everybody said no. I voted yes. <laughs> but I then was like, then it made me. I have the opposite. You you go. You go. Most people said no. I'm doing it. I was like, I'm gonna do it. And then most people said no. And I'm the question. I'm like, oh my god, no. no I'm not I loved when it. we had the micro bangs because we did it before. Baby. Yeah, it was with this kind of short with hair. This short hair. I love it on you. I think it's so cute. Thank you. I like it too. The only reason like, that not I'm, anymore. The only reason that I'm <laughs> resisting is because it, you know what? All I know is I used to go. It was like when I would I had the little micro bangs. I would sit front row at the comedy shows because you know I like to get uh-huh. my ass roasted yeah, 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 to death. We still have to do it together. I know. Front row. But I'm always everyone always honed in on yeah. my hair, and they would, and it was always like rockabilly. Oh yeah. And they would just like everyone would like kind of stereotype me, right. which I'm like, that's not my style. Right, 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 so then right, that right, would right, kind of bug right. me sometimes because I'm like, yeah, but I'm not like a rock. Well, you were girl. doing you were doing bright red lip a lot when you had the micro bangs. So the bright that's red true. lip with the micro bangs contributes to that. I, I know, think. but I do love a red lip when I'm out. I mean, so it's, it's a cute. little bit like, oh, but, you know, I just don't like being. I don't like being labeled pigeonholed. for something that I am not. Yeah, pigeonholed. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Like, if you want to call me goth, that's one thing. Like, I feel. Well, I'm everyone not... was saying I was a bi queen when I was on The Bachelor, or like, oh, she's a lesbian because I had a pixie oh. cut. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's a big stereotype. Oh, you now no. know my sexual preference because of my hairstyle. Oh. I, I'm like, again, when you're front row, I was always like, oh, so if I'd be sitting next to a friend when my hair was short, they're like, so you guys are together. But as soon as my hair started to grow, never get asked that. I'm like, uh-huh. okay, stereotypes. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Like I am bi <laughs> and I wish I was dating this woman next to me, but she says no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm going blonde. So I can't wait. Well, actually, it's going to be like gradual, ashy balayage. So, you know, so I don't have to get my roots done every freaking two and a half weeks sure sure my hair grows so fast and then you have that block of black because my hair's so dark too i do I, love outgrown roots i know people are like they think it's like they don't like the vibe but i love to see just those dark roots really just like the thick line uh-huh. i mean i'm gonna have so it uh, i'll have my dark roots showing and then it'll transition oh, you know cute. that way it can grow out a little more like naturally because before i had when i had platinum hair it would literally be like a black line, oh, you sure. know, because there was so there was no gradual. But I'm really excited. I can't wait to see it. She's probably not going to do it light enough. I'm probably going to have to go back in a month and be like, more bleach, <laughs> fry it, Brenda, fry it. So I'm excited. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see it. Anyway, well, broads, love you. Chat soon.